Happy Valentine's Day. This is JMO with episode 13 of It Is What It Is. And this is our Valentine's Day episode. So it's coming out on the 14th. And my birthday is the 15th. So that's kind of cool. 13, 14, 15. And I used to really dislike Valentine's Day. I love it now. I think it's really cool now because it's two straight days of love for me. You know, Valentine's and then my birthday which I think is really cool now. But back in the day, it's just, I wasn't about it at all when I was a kid. It just gave me anxiety. And probably the real reason that it gave me anxiety was because I would tell my mom on the 13th at maybe 8.30 at night and say, Mom, I forgot. I need candy for Valentine's Day tomorrow. Because we would have to pass out, you know, a Valentine's candy where we write the name of our classmates on each one. And I remember it was always fun, you know, pulling up to the homie's desk and slanging some candy on the low. Like hooking them up with maybe the extra candy that was in the bag or whatever it was. And that was always fun. And then moving down on that fun scale was getting to the, the, the people you didn't really know in class or the weird kids, like the horse girl or whatever, the Naruto runner kid that ran weird. I hope they're all doing well, but I never really looked forward to or enjoyed giving them candy on Valentine's Day because I felt like it was me confessing my love for a weirdo which that was just me being a a kid, you know? And then even more anxiety than that was getting to my crush's desk. And that's probably where my anxiety with women stems from. It probably stems from me having to give them a Valentine's little thing of candy, hoping that they didn't really know that I wanted to, you know, be their little third grade boyfriend or whatever. And it it would always make me really nervous to have to do that, any portion of it. And if you really think about it, that's how I, you know, that's how me and the homies are today. I love hooking the homies up on the low. And then the people that are just kind of whatever, it's a little bit easier. But then like your crush, you know, the person you have feelings for just so much anxiety sometimes so I blame elementary school Valentine's Day for that but now like I said now I love Valentine's Day I love giving gifts and sharing the love so if you're listening to this happy Valentine's Day I got mad love for you and I hope you're having a wonderful day and Valentine's Day it is cool you know how many how many other holidays are just purely based around like romantic feelings for somebody and love and all that kind of stuff. At least that's how in my brain I view Valentine's Day, you know. It's how I was taught to celebrate it. It was always like lovey-dovey and hearts and roses and all that good stuff, which is cool. But I also really don't know the history of Valentine's Day. And when I was when I was preparing for this episode, I thought to myself, you know, what is the history of Valentine's Day? Where does Valentine's Day come from? Is it made up? Is it a real thing? Is it like a historical 
moment in United States history, in the, in the world's history. I have no idea. So I looked it up and I want to share it with you. I want to share with you the history of Valentine's Day as according to Wikipedia. And what Wikipedia says about Valentine's Day, Wikipedia says Valentine's Day, also called St. Valentine's Day, or the Feast of St. Valentine, is celebrated annually on February 14th. So we're off to a good start. I knew that it was celebrated on, on the 14th. It originated as a Christian feast day honoring one or two early Christian martyrs named St. Valentine. And through later folk traditions has become a significant cultural, religious, and commercial celebration of romance and love in many regions of the world, which that's cool. And then it's got some angels, some cherubs, and a heart, which, you know, again, staying on theme. But where does, like, the love come from? How does Valentine's, you know, get its story, get its history based around love? So here we go. There are a number of stories associated with the various Valentines connected to February 14th, including an account of the imprisonment of St. Valentine of Rome for ministering to Christians persecuted under the Roman Empire in the third century. According to an early tradition, St. Valentine restored sight to the blind daughter of his jailer. So we get a little bit of information there about Valentine's Day, which is kind of cool. I'm going to read that again. According to an early tradition, St. Valentine restored sight to the, to the blind daughter of his jailer. Numerous later additions to the legend have better related it to the theme of love. An 18th century embellishment to the legend claims he wrote the jailer's daughter a letter signed, Your Valentine, as a farewell before his execution. Another tradition says that St. Valentine performed weddings for Christian soldiers who were forbidden to marry. So very interesting. The most interesting portion of that is, again, that St. Valentine restored the sight to the blind daughter of his jailer. So if you take anything away from that story, it should be that Valentine's is about hitting on your enemy's daughter. That's what Valentine's is really about. Valentine's is about really making your enemy absolutely hate you by hitting on their daughter, writing them little love notes, curing their blindness, making sure that they can see you while you hit on them because their dad is your enemy. Now I will for always think of Valentine's Day as the day where you think about your enemies and how you could really piss them off. And what better way than to hit on their daughter, write them little love notes. And, and I think that's beautiful. I just think that's so fun. So shout out to my en enemies. Just know that uh, I'll be hitting on your daughters in one way or another on the 14th. Be trying to cure their blindness uh, so they can see this, this curly hair. And that's Valentine's Day. So I wish everybody a, a happy Valentine's Day. 
Make sure you write your enemy's daughter a little sweet love note. If you want to write me a little sweet love note, if you happen to hate me, go ahead and send it my way. I don't have a daughter, but you can send me any note that you want. I'd love that. You'll have to mail it to me or text it to me because I'm not on social media, which brings me you know, to my next little update. I haven't been on social media for something like over a week now. I kind of lost track of the days. I know it's not a long time, but it's, it's been great. It's felt so amazing to step away from social media and not feel so, you know, not feel so much pressure to post on TikTok or on Instagram. I needed to, to separate a little bit. I could tell that I was addicted to social media in some fashion just by the, the sheer volume of time I was spending on those apps. And I was like, what am I doing? You know, was it really healthy to be spending that much time on there? I needed to be devoting that time to other things as well. So I would encourage anyone to take a little break from social media. You know, it uh, it's, it's done me well. I, I really can appreciate the space that it gave me. I get less notes about people wanting to court my future daughter, but you know, that's a, that's a win too, to not, not see that crap. And, and it's been good. I had some cool guests on the podcast recently. That episode will air on Tuesday been getting a bunch of cool feedback from the episode I had with my girlfriend Bailey. That was really fun, really cool. And this next episode that's coming up as well, uh, had some great guests on there and I'm really looking forward to that episode being produced. Funny enough, as I was just talking about um, taking a break from social media, the one of the guests that was on that episode reached out to me through social media looking to do a podcast and uh, we made it happen and it was a great podcast too. I was able to learn a lot, funny enough, about social media. I learned a lot about um, this guest's uh, influence and, and stuff like that in Dallas that they have on, on social media, big TikTok and Instagram presence and they were looking to make a podcast and they reached out to me and that was, that was really cool for me personally. So... Looking forward to that episode and looking forward to, you know, the highlights and everything. Going to be producing those. But Valentine's Day is going to be awesome. I'm going to spend it with my girlfriend. I hope you're spending it with your significant other or if you're just chilling, you know, and, and uh, spending it by yourself. That's cool, too. You know, just know that you can reach out to me. I'll show you mad love and... Just know that you're loved, you know, it can be tough on Valentine's Day if you're single or if you're going through a breakup or if you just, you know, don't like the holiday in general. That's totally fair. Just know that uh, just know that you got me and just know that you can take the time to write your enemy's daughter a little love letter that always that little little tidbit warms my heart. And, uh, And what else do we got? The Chiefs won the Super Bowl by three points against the Eagles. I absolutely love that for so many reasons. I'm a Cowboys fan, so I don't want to see the Eagles win. I got some friends that are Chiefs fans. I really like Patrick Mahomes. What other reasons? 
friend of mine, her name's Ashley. She lives in New Jersey. We used to bartend together. She's a huge Eagles fan. And let me tell you, she's the kind of Eagles fan that, you know, gets obnoxious about it. She's awesome. You know, we're great friends. So I'm just poking fun. But really did enjoy seeing the, the Chiefs win. That was cool. Other than the Chiefs winning, the Super Bowl was very underwhelming. I really do feel like sports for me in general just aren't hitting the way they used to. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or if it's I'm losing interest in it or if the sport's changing, but it's it's just not hitting like it used to. That it was a it was an okay game, but I don't know what it, which which was worse. I don't know if the game itself was was the worst part or if the halftime show was the worst part. I I was underwhelmed by Rihanna and her baby because she's clearly pregnant with another baby, which is cool. Congratulations to, to Riri. She didn't play Needed Me, which is the only song that I really know and care about by Rihanna. And that song just puts me in my feels. I tell you what, Needed Me is, in my opinion, one of her one of her biggest bangers by far. Um, she didn't play that. She wasn't even singing. We can all be honest there that they was just playing her song recorded. She wasn't singing live. She wasn't feeling on the dance moves. She might've been the first pregnant person to ever perform at the Super Bowl. But, you know, between the game and that, it was just all underwhelming. The cool part was the Chiefs won. And, uh, if you had money and you you know placed on the game and, and uh, turned out favorable because the the Chiefs won, then congratulations to you. If you lost, well, you know what to do tomorrow. Send Patrick Mahomes a note courting his his daughter, or his future daughter, or whatever it might be, and really celebrate Valentine's the right way. Get your anger out. Send it to Patrick Mahomes, and uh, and blame him, or blame or blame Jalen Hurts because. That fumble that resulted into a touchdown by the Eagles was all the difference, really, in my opinion. But I digress. That's uh, that's football. That's the, the the football update we have. And really, the the last cool update that I have for you is the monk who sold his Ferrari. So what I'm currently reading, so what I currently recommend to anyone out there looking for a good book. Let me see what I've got highlighted here um, to kind of pique your interest uh, in, in reading this book. Something I have highlighted is Persistence is the Mother of Personal Change, which is very cool. Sounds great. Also, you must not get hung up on the outcome. Instead, enjoy the process of personal expansion and growth. Ironically, the less you focus on the end result, the quicker it will come. And... That, that specific quote, I remember reading it and the reason I highlighted it was for a lot of different aspects of my life. I, I truly feel like other people, especially other, other guys my age, feel like they're not where they should be, like their result should be different currently in their life. And I think the reason we feel that way is because we are comparing ourselves on social media 
And when you compare yourself with others, when you compare where other people are at with their results against your results, that can get kind of tricky. You know, I, I do the same thing all the time with my finances, my investments. I do the same thing with my podcast. I do the same thing with my music. And that's when I notice I start getting in, in the weeds of my mind and I start really getting um, kind of getting down on myself and beating myself up for where I am with the results. But if I detach from the results, I always feel better. If I genuinely trust the process, which is a side note, through this podcast and through making music, I understand what trust the process means more than ever. And what it means for me is I can realize that, you know, I've, I've never failed at anything I put time into. Anything I put time into and I continued to, to work at and get better at, and anything I continued to trust the process of how you, you know, you grow and you learn and you fix your mistakes and you mature. When you trust the process in that fashion, there's nothing that you can't achieve. And the only time that you don't get the end result is when you quit, is when you stop. And anything between now and that end result that's in your mind, just continue to work towards it. Just continue to trust the process. Continue that through practice and through repetitions and trial and error and learning from your mistakes, you will get better. There's no doubt that you will get better. You will learn the things you need to learn along the way and you will reach your end result. And your end result, in my opinion, always ends up being better than you could have imagined. So my advice to you is definitely get this, uh, the monk who sold his Ferrari. I'm about halfway done. I'll finish it here in the next week or so. And, uh, and it is really a great book. It's really helpful. It's a really cool story in how the author puts everything together. So I recommend that book highly. And again, happy Valentine's Day. Congratulations to the Chiefs. Go get you a copy of uh, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. And give me a shout. Give me a shout if you want to talk, if you need somebody for Valentine's Day, if you want to be on the podcast. I'd love to, to hear from you guys. And I want to give a special thank you to my brother, my mother, my girlfriend, my uncle, um, my cousin, my cousin, my cousin Dylan. All of those these people have been uh, been extremely helpful to me in the last couple of weeks. I want to take a minute to recognize them. Um, they've been they've been awesome. So and uh, and to Dan Perez too. Uh, I always love talking to Dan. So if there's anything you'd like me to uh, to talk about on the podcast coming up, please let me know. There's a cool episode next week. And this was a, a short, quick one. Nice little update. Happy Valentine's Day. Love you all. Talk to you soon. Bye.